podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Lewis Hart for Boxing Social in association with Empire Fight Store, Forged Irish Stout. I'm ready to fight. Delighted to be joined by Matthew Macklin. We've just concluded, not the press conference, but the live gloves are off between Joshua Boazzi and Dan Aziz. Um, respectful, but you can tell there was a little bit of needle there. Um, looking forward to Saturday night? Yeah, definitely. I mean... Look, it's the day before the weigh-in as well, so both guys will be hungry, they're thinking about weight. They know they have to do this, it's part of the build-up and the promotional, the pro- they'll be obligated to do it contractually, so they just want to get it out of the way, really. Don't get me wrong, they'll also be looking at each other's eyes, kind of like seeing, trying to get a bit of maybe one-upmanship, but it was respectful. Um, it was respectful, as I expected it would be. One thing I did want to say is, you know, I'm sure in your career you fought guys you were quite friendly with, um, and this is the same, you know, they are friends, and it's not no secret that they've sparred a lot of rounds. How do you really approach a fight like that, would you say? Well, look, it, it is, it is, um, look, it's not, I mean, in terms of approaching it from a training point of view, you, you know, there's, whether you like someone or you don't like someone, it's the standing in your way, do you know what I mean? You want to win your fight, you want to move on to the next thing, so you, you're going to prepare it's hard really especially you know if it's a guy you like but you know he's the real deal or you know he's a good fighter you, you, you're still going to have the same nerves even if you dislike him um, you know I didn't fight many people that I would say friends with but I, but I was friendly with, with Jamie Moore and we became friends um, like there was certainly no bad blood at all in that you know going into the fight it was we both trained in Manchester so you know similar in the regard these are both you know I wasn't from Manchester but I trained there uh, you know, he was very friendly with uh, Billy Graham and Ricky Hatton. You know, and they were my gym, my trainer, my gym mate. So, um, you know, and people talk, don't they, around the city and that. So you hear things back and that. So it, it definitely gives it more of a, a bit of spot, adds a bit of spice to it. But um, like I said, we weren't. That wasn't. There was no like. That wasn't a grudge fight. We didn't dislike each other personally or anything like that at all. Um, but that didn't, that didn't stop it being a barn burner of a fight, you know what I mean? You, you wouldn't have thought we liked each other yeah, yeah. when yeah, the bar went. True. You know? That's very true, you know yeah. what I mean? So, and I think, I think that'll be the same with these two guys. They're both kind of respectful characters anyway. They're decent, nice people. So, they were always going to be quite polite, you know. But I think when the battle goes, I do think we're going to see uh, intensity because I don't think Dan Aziz can win a low intensity fight outboxing picking tactics I think Dan Aziz best chance of winning maybe his only chance of winning is to drag Joshua, Joshua Boatze into a fight he still might not win but I think if he's going to win that's how he has to do it I think he's got to start fast start really aggressive and really stick it on him and try and drag him into a fight um, if, he's, you know, if he lets Joshua Boatze settle into a rhythm get his jab going get his distance then I think it's it's going to be a hard night for Dan Aziz. I think he's got to start really fast. And when it comes to someone like Josh, who he has had a lot of criticism, especially since he's left Matrim, you think he left Matrim in March of 2023, um, having that and having a being very inactive as well. Um, how much do you feel like he's got more to prove than ever now um, because of, I suppose, all the sort of things that have happened in the past 18 months, really, surrounding his career? Yeah, not just probably to prove... Um, but needs to get a move on, you know. Like when he turned pro, even from the Olympics, when he turned, yeah, like again, you know, he, he was one of the standout fighters really at the Olympics. He was impressive, and when he turned pro, I thought it was a given that he was going to go on and become a world champion. 
Um, and I still do believe he will do, but it, but he, you know he, he, his career has faded off a little bit. You know, just been inactive. So um, you know, and he did box in Birmingham last year, but he didn't really set the world on fire. It was a routine win, wasn't it? He stayed in first gear, really. Um, look, he got rounds, I suppose, and maybe they were working on things and they wanted to see and whatever. But from uh, in terms of like getting people excited about him, he, I think he needs a big performance on Saturday night. I think if he, I think if he performs to the best of his ability, I think he will win. And I think because Dan Aziz probably will stick it on him, I think it'll be it will be a fan friendly fight. I do think we're gonna, it'll be an exciting fight because I think I don't I think I can't really see how else Dan will approach this fight except being aggressive and then that should bring the best out in Josh, right say. Would you like to see Anthony Yard face the winner between these two? Yeah, why not? I mean, like you said, the fight, the, the belts are kind of tied up. Better be Evan, Bivol are going to fight each other. I'm guessing there could probably be a rematch out of that. So the belts are tied up for a little bit. And, you know, Boatsy, whoever wins on Saturday night, Boatsy or Aziz, why wouldn't you fight Yard? You know, you, 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 you can sit and wait around and to get your shot at the winner of Better Be Evan Bivol. But I think it'd be better to go into a big fight with Anthony Yards because, you know, that's another fight that if you were to win it, would prepare you better then for the Bivol or the Better Be a fight. Well, I suppose speaking of Anthony Yard, his name has come up in conversation because there is a massive fight, fights that have been announced. A match in Queensbury having a five versus five against each other. Um, Seeing Eddie Hearn and Frank Warren work together is weird enough, but seeing this is, is even weirder. It's something that boxing fans have wanted for so long. Um, good for boxing, would you say? Yeah, brilliant for boxing. You know, you, you, you know, it's no one benefits in the Cold War. <laughs> boxing promoters, you know, nobody, not the fighters, not the fans. You know, they don't even benefit. You know what I mean? It's just the stubbornness, isn't it? Uh, but luckily, look, they're businessmen at the end of the day, and when. It makes enough business sense. They can park whatever it is we're standing in the way, whether it's their egos or whatever, and they'll uh, they'll get the, they'll get a deal done. Another topic I did want to talk about. Um, we did see Johnny and Spencer Oliver on the Talk Boxing uh, podcast on Talksport. They talked about sort of Tri Fury's training camp. They talked about rumours that are, that are coming out that Fury's having a poor training camp. Um, can we take much from these rumours? Um, and, and do you feel like it sort of does it play into a factor of what happens on February 17th? I mean, who knows? You know, I, I've only heard, I'm only hearing it like everyone else is. I don't know. I've got no, I haven't heard off anyone credible that knows for a fact that that happened. I mean, people will read into what they want to read into. As fighters, you'll take from it what you want to take from it. Um, I, I don't know if it, if it happened. And if it did happen, you know, something you could also say, well, so what as well? Sparring, you got caught with a shot. Do you know what I mean? Even if it did happen, so what? He might have got caught with a shot in spiral. It doesn't mean he's going to get beaten by Usyk. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that. I suppose another thing as well, when you do, if you hear these things, you take the Ngannou fight into account. Um, a lot of people say, oh, he, he wouldn't have took it seriously. If Fury says that, and Fury said, oh, it's a great training camp, he trained really hard for it. Is there a concern that we may be seeing a, 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 a fading of Tyson Fury? Well, look, I think it's not. It's probably inevitable that he's going to be fading. You know what I mean? He's had a long career. He's had a hard career. Um, also, he's earned a lot of money now. That's going to dwindle. You. I don't care who you are. That's going to dwindle your hunger a little bit. It has to. And he's um, and it, 
he's achieved so much. So, but he will not want to lose to Usyk. He will want to win the undisputed. Uh, so I think I don't think there'll be any problems from a motivational point of view. Has he slipped a little bit? Possibly, probably. You know, but maybe Usyk has as well. You know, he's he's not a spring chicken either. Uh, I think he's got less miles on the clock than Fury. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, they're all interesting talking points, aren't they? Everyone's just trying to get an edge, aren't they? Absolutely, absolutely. Matt, thank you for taking time to speak to me. Always good to catch up with you. Appreciate talking to you as ever. And uh, yeah, let's hope Saturday night is everything that you build up to be in. It's a massive, massive fight for the fans. Appreciate it, mate. Thank you. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network.